What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another edition of Weekly Walk Off on the Did You Hear podcast, part of the Blue Wire Hustle podcast network. I'm Emma Houghton. He's Pat Zhang. And Pat, it's Friday. We're walking off the week and we're going to get into two extremely exciting marquee matchups in both the American and the National League this weekend. Oh, yes, it is. Really excited to get into the weekend. As, and we move into June, the weather starts to heat up and some of the matchups start to heat up as well, especially with division races. And that is exactly what we are going to look at today. Oh, yeah. Make sure before we get into this to check out the episode that dropped on Wednesday, Pat and I both picked AL and NL position and pitchers of the month. That's an episode that we're we're really proud of and, and excited great. about. I'm going to preview the Red Sox, Yankees, and the American League, but why don't you start us off with the Cubs and the Giants in the NL? Yeah, absolutely. So I love this series in the National League as it's two of the better teams in the National League and two of the more surprising teams in all of baseball going up against each other with the Cubs sitting there at 32 and 23 atop the NL Central and the Giants at 34 and 21 atop the National League West. So looking at it, it's it's so interesting how both of these teams have gotten here because it's flashing it back a couple of years. I mean, for the Cubs, it's it's 2016, 2017 style when you go to Chris Bryant and Javi Baez. And for the Giants, it's all about Buster Posey, Brendan Crawford, uh, Brandon Belt, Evan Longoria. It doesn't make any sense, which is like 2014. I mean, stars, way back. It really is like looking at the Cubs. I mean, Chris Bryant has completely retooled that swing. He's putting the ball in play more. And it has really paid off for him as he is back to his MVP form. And Javi Baez, uh, we know he doesn't walk very much, but he is putting the ball in play uh, still a decent amount. When he does make contact, it's been hard contact. We know how good of a fielder he is. Uh, It it has been really important from Baez. Then looking at the Giants, Buster Posey is playing at all-star level right now. The Giants as a whole are third in all of Major League Baseball in home runs, which just doesn't make any sense. They're sitting there with 78. Uh, at the time of recording. And the, the other part of this, what makes it so interesting is that while the offenses certainly will get, you know, a, a decent amount of play here, it's the pitching why both teams are where they are. And for the Cubs, it's all about the bullpen, you know, a 1.1 ERA in the month of May, they finished April under 500. They went 22 and eight in May to kind of propel themselves to Man. The top of the century, yeah, a crazy good month for Chicago. And a lot of that has been, you know, Craig Kimbrell has been back to mm-hmm. his best. And you also had National League reliever of the month, Ryan Tepra, as well, towards the back end of that bullpen. And then for the Giants, it's it's pitching, but it's it's the opposite in that it's all about starting pitching. We've talked about it before. Kevin Gosman has been incredible this season coming off National League May Pitcher of the Month. Anthony scofani has been good. Alex Wood's been good. Uh, this has been impressive performances all around from guys you wouldn't really expect. And because of that, this is going to be a huge measuring stick series for both of these teams as the Cubs are only up by a game and a half on the Cardinals and the Giants are separated from the Padres and the Dodgers by only a game and a half total. Yeah, these division races are so good. And I just wanted to put into perspective where both of these teams are right now. The Giants are coming off of three of four against the Dodgers, Mm -hmm. who swept them in three straight games just a few weeks ago. And then the Cubs swept the Padres in three straight games. So the Cubs, in that specific case, 22 and eight in May against very good competition. For the Cubs, it's about if the starters can honestly get through the fifth, Adbert Alzale yes. is somebody <laughs> I have my eye on. And then they hand it over to the bullpen and get things done. I am 
full steam ahead on keeping Chris Bryant and for the Cubs to actually be buyers at the trade deadline because they have proved everybody wrong. Keeping Bryant was the right thing to do. And this core, if they can keep the magic happening, could make things happen in the postseason. And that's exactly what happened in 2016. And the Giants are one of the most exciting teams to talk about in baseball because of what their future looks like, or at this point, what it doesn't look like, because they will basically have a clean slate next season. It was just the last chance for all of these older guys like Longoria, Crawford, Posey, all those guys you mentioned to go out there and see what they could do. And what they've done is now have a one game lead over two of the best teams in baseball. So this series is so good. I hope the momentum continues to go up for both teams because I would love to see both of them be buyers at the deadline. Yeah, and both of them were projected to be sellers at the deadline. Right. And it's so interesting because where we stand right now, I still feel that I believe in the Cubs more, but I also feel terrible saying that as the San Francisco Giants at 34 and 21 have the best record in the National League yeah. sitting here on June 4th. So it, it's incredible. And I will just say one, throw one name out there as you talk about a clean slate. As you said, Brandon Crawford will no longer be a San Francisco Giant next year. Trevor Story makes a ton of sense Ooh. in San Francisco. Just something to keep an eye on. Oh, you've heard about it. The, the Big Apple has mm-hmm. been Story's prime location. Yep. But yeah, they could use a shortstop. They could use, I was going to say, a postseason experience that obviously hasn't been <laughs> applicable in Story's case. But yeah, those teams are so good. So I love the pitching matchups here, and I actually think this this series could be good for Wood and DiSclefani specifically, who have scuffled a little of yes. late. If they can come out, DiSclefani starts as we're recording, actually, Thursday night. So he will have a big outing, and then Wood in a couple of games, he actually won't start against the Cubs. To me, it's about the pitching in Cubs-Giants in the AL it's about which offense is going to wake up oh, in yes, Yankees versus Red oh, Sox. Yes, it is. It's been two months and a week, way too long for us not to have, in my mind, the greatest rivalry in baseball. We, we had a whole episode dedicated to whether the Padres Dodgers could surpass that in the future. Go but right now it's, it. it's, it's still, it. yeah, it's still Red Sox Yankees right now. I'll, I'll just preface where both teams are right now. The Red Sox squeaked one out of four against the Astros in Houston, which was disappointing because I think the Red Sox offense is better than what they showed in Houston, of course, against that really good Houston lineup. And then the Yankees squeaked out a split against Tampa, which I think based on where the Yankees are right now and also where the Rays are is pretty impressive for New York. I'll say the pitching matchups just to say them uh, just as I pull them up right now. I have so many tabs up. Uh, by the way, it is a win for the Yankees to split with the Rays. Right. The That's Rays exactly what I mean. Them. Yeah. So they, they should be very happy coming away with a four game split. Yeah. I like that point. So on Friday night, the Yankees actually haven't said a starter. I think it's going to be Davey Garcia or Michael King a, a week or so ago started and they did a bullpen sense. game. That's against Evaldi. Then you've got Tyone versus Eduardo Rodriguez and Domingo Herman versus Garrett Richards. Pitching matchups are always important. Herman has been going really deep. Richards has done well. Rodriguez hasn't done well on the opposite side of the spectrum. But most importantly, it's going to be about which offense mm-hmm. steps up. 
The Boston's leadoff hitter, Kike Hernandez, is in an 0 for 24 stretch. Xander Bogarts, before ripping a double and an infield single in game four versus the Astros, he was 0 for 19 or something like that. J.D. Martinez did not have a good series. Marvin Gonzalez is not playing well. Who's going to step up? And then the Yankees, it's kind of been the same. I'm curious to see what where you're at right now Yes, on the Yankees offense. It, yeah, it's a, well, it, it doesn't even feel like offense is their big problem. Well, <laughs> of course it is, but I would, center field is a black hole for them yeah. right now. They don't know who to play out there. Brett Gardner is just, as we know, well past his, past his prime and it is not someone you can throw out there in center every day. They've tried Aaron Judge out in center. They won't even put Clint Frazier out there mm-hmm. uh, who hasn't been hitting well anyway. You know, it's it's been a struggle for the Yankees. And I think we've seen it in a lot of different places. I mean, Glaber Torres finally starting to heat up with the bat, but that glove is almost unplayable at shortstop. Of yeah, late. It's become so bad. Yeah. I, I, that weekend series sweep, sweep at the hands of the Tigers, I think is a, a, just a brutal, a brutal sign and a brutal blow for them that I do not think they're moving in the right direction. As we said, saving two against the Rays is honestly a, a big deal for them. I like Boston heading into the series. I know it's at Yankee stadium, but I do not like the direction that the Yankees are headed in right now. I mean, their best pure hitter, as we've talked about a million times, DJ LeMahieu is having a very down season right now at only a uh, 255 average um, and a below 100 OPS plus. So it's, this has been a weird year for the Yankees. And I, I think Boston's going to jump on that a little bit, especially the fact Garrett Cole pitched on Thursday is going to miss this uh, Red Sox series. Yeah, and he got shelled. He, did. he got shelled by the Yanks. I missed a little bit. I'm having severe Wi-Fi difficulties, so you were in and out a bit. But I hope tempers flare. Do you agree oh, with that? Nice. Oh, I yeah, would absolutely. like. I love it for the sport. I would like for there to be a little bit of a spark. It doesn't have to be a benches clearing brawl. Obviously, it hasn't been that way in a while since Joe Kelly, actually. <laughs> but I would like for there to be a little bit of a spark. Maybe it's because both teams are frustrated on the Red Sox side. Guys like Xander Bogarts, he goes through skids like this. JD Martinez, he already seems to be out of it. It's the more permanent issues like Kike Hernandez and Marwin Gonzalez and Bobby Dahlbeck. Oh my God, I could do a whole podcast about Bobby Dahlbeck's struggles. You you see them rounding a corner in the future or just getting replaced by a guy like Michael Chavis or Jaron Duran in the future. On the Yankees side, it's Giancarlo Stanton or bust. Yep. It's not like you're going to see Stanton get benched for Miguel and Duhar. No, that's it's not going to work like that. You're not going to see Mike Ford taking John Carlos Stanton's at bats. So Boone has just rode with it. He's he's riding with it and this is going to be the series that I think Yankees players and fans alike are circling saying maybe this is when we can get on track and though it'll be most important for their offense to come alive, they're still going to need to outpitch the Red Sox in terms mm-hmm. of length. And then I definitely give the nod to the Yankees bullpen. So if they can keep the game close against the Red Sox starters of all these turning into an ace in my mind, if they can keep it close against those guys handed to the bullpen with a lead or in a close game, then maybe you hope to see some clutch clutch hitting down the stretch in, in the Bronx. That's exactly where I was going to go. Yeah. Bullpen is still a strength for the Yankees, and that is what they're going to need to rely on here in this series. But I will say, if things go poorly here in this series and they lose two out of three, or God forbid, the Yankees' minds, they get swept by Boston, the sky is going to start to fall on New York very yeah. quickly. 
very I think it's already quick. fallen. Patience I think is it's thin. already fallen. Patience is very thin for this Yankee team. I th- center field is a bigger Brian Cashman really didn't want to go out. I mean, obviously had Aaron Hicks, but mm-hmm. I've never been a huge Hicks believer. I, I would have liked to seen them add a little more depth for center. Their top pr- prospect, Jason Dominguez can play center, but it's probably still, you know, a, a little while away. Yeah, I, He's I, less than 20. He's younger. Yeah, than 20, I, right? I'm going to give him another 19. two years or yeah. so. I know they love him, but they need some more time. I'd like to see Cashman go out and get an athletic center fielder because that it's when you have poor defense, up the middle, as they do. Gary Sanchez is, is a horrible fielding catcher. Glaber Torres is a disaster at shortstop, and now they don't have a center fielder. That is the spine of your team, and the yeah, Yankees have point. below average defenders at every single one of them. I would like to see them go out a, a, and try to upgrade a little bit there, but this is going to be a huge series for both teams to kind of see where they are. Of course, we know about the rivalry. It's going to be a fun one. Yeah, that's a great point about the spine. I've actually never thought about it before. And it seems like for Yankees fans, the saving grace is the deadline. Mm -hmm. And Joey Gallo is their prize. Yes. I don't think Joey Gallo is a very good outfielder defensively. So maybe you get a bit of an upgrade there and then you, you switch judge around, I guess. I say he's a corner. He's, he's a good corner outfielder. Yeah. But, I but guess again, you put Gallo in left. Work in center. It's and judge has shown he's not a center fielder. Yeah. Gallo is not a center fielder. He's a corner outfielder. Stanton's obviously not a, a center fielder. They do not have a center fielder on that roster when Aaron Hicks is not in. Yeah. They need some, some athleticism defensively. And then offensively to me, why put, the same type of hitter in this lineup that's mm-hmm. struggling. It's two outcomes for Joey Gallo. It's a home yep. run or a strikeout. Yep. That's so yep. frustrating. It's the same mold. Luke Voigt is still injured. I think having him back helps. Yes. But if, if you're completely right, it is much more important for the Yankees to come out of this series looking good because if, it, if they don't, then you turn the spotlight on somebody like DJ LeMahieu who's struggling. Then you turn it on Stanton. Then you turn it on Torres and the sky starts to fall. Boston, you'd like them to play well. I think if they do play well, then they continue to solidify themselves as legitimate postseason contenders. But I think it's a little bit less pressure on them just because there's already so much pressure built up in New York about how this team is going to fail once again. It, it really is. So this is a big weekend for both the Giants and the Cubs, as well as the Yankees and the Red so Sox. So excited. We're into June. The fun really starts to ramp up from here. I love this. This is going to be awesome. And just on your point for, you know, guys maybe snapping out of it, Francisco Lindor hitting 391 in his last five games. Oh, Pat, just, I love that for you. Just we're, we're ending on a positive note. Mr. <laughs> smile. He needs it. Smile a little bit. Love yeah, it's, that. It's good to see some signs of life there, but all right, that'll do it. We brought you a real rapid fire version as we are both strapped for time today, but really excited to be able to prep and, uh, and preview some, some really cool series this weekend. So be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a rating as well as that really helps us out. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at did you hear pod? We are bat flipping into the weekend and emma that's a wrap